Hi everyone, I'm Gary Lewis and welcome to the GEO Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to talk about caves and in particular, we're going to talk about solution caves. Now, there are very many different types of caves you can find around the planet. We find caves that are by the ocean side that have been caused by wave erosion. We form ice caves. We form splits and cracks in the rocks that have openings that form caves. But solution caves are really special. And they're special because not only the way they form, but the way that you can get cave formations created inside of them. So let's talk about those. You'll notice I'm calling them solution caves, but the vast majority of people know them as limestone caves. And the name limestone gives you a bit of a clue about why they're special. Limestone is a sedimentary rock that is formed from the outside shells and living cases of organisms, most of those being things like corals and shells that form on the ocean floor, mostly in shallow oceans, but some limestones can form in the deeper oceans. Limestones can also form from the precipitation of materials from seawater to form like an ooze or a sludge on the ocean floor. But the important thing to know here is that the limestone rock is principally made up of one mineral or at least one mineral family and they are the carbonate minerals. And in particular, the mineral calcite and in some cases, the mineral aragonite. Now, as these limestones form, often other material gets washed in, like muds and silts, and you can end up with limestones that are not really pure at all, but they're mostly the calcite or aragonite, and then you'll find these bandings of other materials within them. But it's the really pure limestones that form solution caves. Now, these limestones can actually become metamorphosed. That is, they get under heat or pressure and the mineral or crystal sizes can actually change without it melting. And once that takes place, the limestone becomes what we refer to as a marble. And because of that, we find solution caves in limestone and in marble. But generally speaking, the general public refer to them as limestone caves. But I'm going to call them Solution Caves because it's that name, Solution, that gives you a bit of an idea of how they're formed. So let's talk chemistry. The simple chemical reaction that's involved in these caves is that if you take an acid and put it on a carbonate, the carbonate will dissolve and release water and carbon dioxide. So if we take some limestone or marble and we tip a little acid on it, even an acid that you find in something like cola or even vinegar, you will see a reaction take place. You'll see it bubble as the carbonate minerals react with the acid to release water and carbon dioxide. If you keep adding that acid over time, you'll actually form a hole in the limestone or the marble. A cave, if you like. Obviously, our natural environment isn't full of vinegar or Coca-Cola as a soda. So where is this acid coming from that dissolves limestone to form these caves? And that brings us to a second piece of chemistry. And that is, if you take water and you add carbon dioxide to the water, you can end up with an acid called carbonic acid. Now, this is a very, very weak acid. But over a long period of time, 
Rain falling through the atmosphere dissolves this very small amount of carbon dioxide, becoming this very weak acid, and that acid can dissolve limestone and marble because they're full of the minerals that are carbonates. In some parts of the world where we've been burning fossil fuels and releasing vast amounts of carbon dioxides from factories, rainfall around these places can be a lot more acidic than in other places, and some of the marble and limestone monuments in those towns have been very affected by that acid in the rain, and we refer to it as acid rain for that reason. Monuments and gravestones made of limestone or marble in those towns, often you can't even read the inscriptions anymore because of the amount of acid rain in those towns. As we reduce our carbon emissions over time, then the rainfall will be seen to become less acidic and that may end up not being such a problem. But I digress, let's get back to caves. So the rain itself has now become slightly acidic as it has dissolved carbon dioxide within it, but then that rainfall trickles down through the soil that's got lots of rotting organic material and that picks up more acids. So when the rain trickles through the, and becomes groundwater, the groundwater in some locations become considerably acidic and that is what hits the buried limestone and marble under the ground and starts dissolving it away to form caves. The limestone goes into solution because of the acid that's in those waters. And that's where the term solution cave comes from. Over millions of years, large caverns can be dissolved away through this method. As the water accumulates through the process, you can actually get caves with streams and rivers in them. And they, of course, are even creating more erosion, making the caves wider and deeper. The widest, deepest and longest of these have often been open for tourism, or at least parts of those cave systems have been open so you can go and visit them. But the story of solution caves doesn't end there. It's not all about the limestone going into solution. The brilliant thing about solution caves is that they get cave formations like stalactites and stalagmites. But how do they form? Now, an interesting aspect of chemistry here is that the acidic water, as it trickles and dissolves away the limestone, it actually forms a reaction that can reverse on itself. So you can dissolve calcium carbonate in one location, releasing carbon dioxide. But if you get into a spot where there's already a lot of carbon dioxide in air pores or in pockets or inside a cave, then the reverse will take place. There's so much carbon dioxide in the atmosphere that the limestone won't dissolve into the water, but any limestone that is already in solution in the water will precipitate out. And so drops of water that form on the roof of a solution cave may be already saturated with carbon dioxide and with dissolved limestone. And when it gets in and finds that water droplet in a very rich carbon dioxide atmosphere, the limestone that is in solution in that droplet will crystallize out forming calcite and will eventually, over a long period of time, form a long straw-like structure or even become a stalactite. So straws and stalactites are cave formations that hang from the roof of a cave. The water droplets that drip from the end of these fall onto the floor 
and in the process of doing so can crystallize out carbonate on the floor forming a accumulation or a mound of material on the floor that becomes the stalagmite. They are cave formations that grow up from the cave floor. These are the simplest form of cave formations, but there are lots of others like halictites and cave pearls and flowstones, etc. But they all form from the recrystallization of calcite out of the water because of the carbon dioxide that is in the air. In chemistry, we call this reaction of things going backwards and forwards a chemical reaction that goes into equilibrium. And the equilibrium factor here is carbon dioxide. If there is not that much carbon dioxide, then the limestone will dissolve and go into solution. And then if you get too much carbon dioxide out in the atmosphere, or in this case, the atmosphere inside a cave, then it forces the reaction in the opposite direction and the limestone comes out of solution forming cave formations. I know that sounds really technical, but it's the chemistry that drives solution caves. I'll put the chemical equation in the episode notes in case you really want to get into the technical side of things. But for now, that's the basic chemistry that drives solution caves. Now, I want to point out that there is another process that can create caves in limestones and marbles, and that involves waters that are acidic that are coming from below. So they're not rainfall waters, but they are waters that come from deep inside the Earth's crust that are hot and rich with acids. If you like, they are ore-forming waters, and those hot acidic waters can dissolve into the limestones and marbles, forming caves themselves. In some places on Earth, those are locations where we find some really strange and wonderful minerals, and in fact, they're locations that have been mined in the past for things like lead and silver, etc. In other places, it's those hot waters coming from below ground that have formed large limestone caverns, and then rainwater has then trickled down into them to form the cave formations that we know like stalactites and stalagmites in those caves. The job of cave researchers is to work out which of these processes have taken place in what caves and why we get such a wonderful array of different types of cave formations, the collective word being speleothems, in all our caves. Cave researchers also look at things like the growth rings on speleothems to try to work out changes in climate. Because obviously, if you have a wetter climate, you have more rainfall, and therefore speleothems will grow faster than if you have a dry climate. And they can also look at things like smoke that has blown in and stained the speleothems and be able to extract some carbon from those smoke layers to do radiocarbon dating to work out ages. And they can even look at oxygen isotopes within the speleothems to try to work out how the Earth's atmosphere has changed over time. So caves, not only beautiful and fascinating to go and visit, but have real scientific purpose, especially when we're looking at climate change. So that's it for this episode about solution caves. I hope you found this as interesting as I do. But for now, 
If you want to find more information about geoscience, please come and visit us at geoetc.com. That's G-E-O-E-T-C.com, where you'll find more snippets, more podcasts. If you're a school teacher, you will find class materials that you can use and activities. Or you might want to join us on one of our field adventures that go to fascinating places around the globe. Come visit us, geoetc.com. But for now, just keep on rocking.